was a track by Late Arcane. Mr. Late Arcane, tell us about that track, and then we'll talk a bit about um, your musical project. That track, that track's called Mosaic, and it's from an album called With Abandon. Um, yeah, that's all I'm going to say about it. I kind of, I don't like talking about tracks individually too much. I kind of let, like to let them stand on their own. So. so that makes perfect sense. But here's the thing. I know that there's a little bit more to the late Arcane project um, than maybe let on. So my understanding is that there is a bit of a narrative that weaves between all of the releases you put out under the late Arcane um, pseudonym. So could you maybe tell me a little bit about what that is and what's the story behind it? There's, yeah, so there's this story behind the whole thing that there is an app that comes out at some point in the future that procedurally generates music for the listener and I'll, and sort of soundtracks your life. And obviously that would be a great thing, but I, when I had that idea, because I was, I was looking at a lot of procedurally generated music and stuff at the time, I realised quite quickly, in order for it to get the data to do that, it would have to be the most invasive surveillance device the world had ever seen and just like with facebook and things like that i bet millions of people would just sign up for it and just wouldn't care and so i started to get this little story in my head and i was going to write it as a story originally but then when i sort of got the launch pad i was doing drums at first and i started doing these cut-up vocals and realized that these cut-up vocals kind of had the same quality that a lot of ai generated stuff has where it's kind of human but not quite human so it's like oh all right okay okay i'm guessing i'm doing this as a music project now so that that was sort of the beginning of the uh the story part of it it's a good point because i think one of the hallmarks of the sound underlay arcane is that vocal um that vocal sound it's almost a character that keeps featuring in your music which i think is um quite unique in terms of uh, the sound and the way that the vocals are processed. How do you achieve that haunting female vocal sound that pops up quite frequently in the late arcade music? Um, it's a lot of work. It First off is finding the things, and over time it's actually got harder and harder and harder to find things because things like YouTube's algorithm is hiding search results of like very low view videos and things and that's where i was originally getting them but it's about getting these videos of people singing and then popping them up into just like little individual bits and just playing with them at that point getting them on a launch pad and just just pressing pads until you get some sort of melody and it's it's really great because it's kind of like it's like having like a vocal collaborator who never gets tired so there's, there's always ideas there so it's it's a really cool thing to work with I think that's a fantastic um, way of putting it. Um, a vocal collaborator that never gets tired. There's something quite um, nostalgic about the sound that you produce as well. And, um, you know, I've been diving into the community which you shared with me, the Vaporwave community, uh, for about a year now, since uh, sort of lockdown, really. And I've been fascinated by the incredible output of the musicians on there. But for anyone who might be listening to this, what exactly is the vaporwave uh community and what is the what is the aesthetic behind the vaporwave sound um the thing with the vaporwave is that it gets called a music genre because that's how people like to categorize things but it's really it's not it's a community 
and it's a very strange and interesting and um great community to be to be a part of because it's all full of people who actually make stuff and it started off from this sort of music genre type thing called vaporwave but now it's more just a collection of people who kind of make stuff online and don't really care about sort of the standard sort of definition of success or that kind of thing it's it's people who make stuff because they like making stuff and for most of them like this this idea of vaporwave which is basically using like an 80s 90s sort of aesthetic was the way in but now as time has gone on it's just a collection of people who who make things and i think and so i think like a lot of it one of the original sort of precursors to it was daniel lopperton his album echo jams and one of the ways that eb basically demonstrated this technique of just like looping a pop song and adding echo to it and said this is just really fun everybody try this um and one of the things that he said was he he didn't want to do it as his thing he wanted other people to do it and what he said was it's kind of like a modern folk music in that it's music that everyone can get involved in and that's what's happened over time you've now got this scene of people who maybe started off looping things in audacity adding delay to them whatever but now it's it's grown into this sort of um collective where everybody involved just makes stuff and and gets involved and all knows each other and it's and that that's what's really just healthy and fun it's a really different way of interacting with music than what um the standard way is because like the corporate music industry at the moment is so narrow and so it just is what it is and so it's like a different way of of looking at at music and art perfect summary one of the observations i would have as well is the it's not just music is it to your point it spans visual arts as well and i feel there is a there is definitely a thread um of maybe nostalgia or homage to the past maybe that runs through there but there is definitely a modern twist put upon the visual and the audio experience another thing that i found interesting about the vaporwave community and it's kind of something that i'm looking forward to exploring in this podcast is the the, the these these small outsider groups for example the vaporwave community is isn't that many people um, but they're all, to your point, um, they're all putting out huge amounts of original music or visual pieces, and they support each other. Uh, and it's fascinating to see these sort of communities that exist on the fringe that um, all support each other and all have a love of creating, um, you know, producing, um, you know, music or art. Uh, and it's just, it's something that I think is underrepresented uh, and un, and not un, needs needs to be uncovered. So, if I was to explore producing um, some music similar to the music you produce, some vaporwave style music, what kind of setup would I need? Like, how do you go around about writing and producing the music? Uh, for example, the track that we had earlier. Well, I, I think if you want to get involved in like the vaporwave thing, the the awesome thing about it is it all started because. People could download Audacity, which is free, and rip songs off YouTube, which is free, 
and make something. And it's like, for those people, you just need to do those two simple steps and you've put an album out on Bandcamp. You've, you've made an album that is the same thing that any, like, mass... Like, you've made the equivalent to what Kanye has just put out. You've, you've made an album. And th that's that's one of the most attractive things about Vaporwave and why it is so good. Because there is no barrier to entry. You can just do it for free if you've got any sort of computer. Um, it's an interesting point because um, one of the things I've observed as well, uh, having seen it from the outside, is there's almost a pride in using the smallest amount or the shittest amount of equipment you could get your hands on. It's it's not it's not a scene that prides itself on expensive and shiny. It's a scene which prides itself on using yeah. lo-fi and uh, untechnical uh, software. Yeah, because anyways, it's, it's bringing the focus back to ideas because music really isn't that. If you talk about the the, the, the wider corporate music industry, it's not really about ideas. It's about products, but. At the end of the day, music is art. It is about ideas. Art is the artist trying to convey an idea to a listener and have this sort of shared experience between the two where they're giving you something. And um, you're not going to get that in the corporate music industry. They're literally just selling you products. So um, Vaporwave is very much a reaction against that. I could not agree more, and I think that's an absolutely perfect summary of what I've experienced having seen the Vaporwave community as well. It's a community of people that are more interested in ideas, producing um, visual and audio experiences for people that uh, try to make people feel a certain way uh, and are not interested in the glam and the gloss um, that you're typically seeing in the sort of corporate world. So... I think that's a good kind of seg segue to maybe look at the next track of yours. Um, the first one was Mosaic. Uh, now we're going to yep. look at a track called Caribou. Maybe just give us an introduction to this track and then uh, I'll play it. So this track feeds from an album called Emergent. Um, the inter this track started because I was, I was messing around with... Um, synth sounds and presets on the JV1080 and I meant to play a chord of B um, but I was looking at my monitor and I pressed the wrong key in my left hand and pressed a C sharp instead and that's the opening chord. I, I hit this thing by accident and went um, oh alright okay uh, that's, that's something and then I loaded up um, a vocal uh, racks that are pre-prepared and the first three pads that I pressed went sail us home and I'm like this track just wants to write itself I, I, I should just get out of the way here um, and that was Caribou and it it, it, it it got written like really 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 quickly um, but it was one of those tracks that just, just seemed to happen and I just had to stay out of the way and there it was Beautiful. Okay, let's have a little listen to Caribou and then we can maybe talk a bit about the um, writing process. See you in a sec.
was Caribou by Late Arcane. Are you still with us, Mr. Late Arcane? Mm-hmm. I realised I lied a bit about that track. There's a counter melody in the chorus, and that took me goddamn forever to get right. <laughs> it wasn't actually that quick. The worst thing with working those kind of vocals is the great when something happens by accident, but when you want a specific melody line, my God, it takes forever. I just remember there's a track I did called Illumina, and I had this really... I had an idea for a melody in the middle bit of it, and it took me months to to find the right thing. I mean, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure anyone. Yeah. I'm sure that anyone listening to your music um, will immediately appreciate the attention to detail um, and the, you know the layers of instrumentation that you build up. Uh, you know, it's not. It's it's clearly not something that is just falling out, falling out um, easily. So um, we talked a bit around the Vaporwave community, got a bit of a flavour of what Vaporwave was, but maybe let's have a talk a bit more specifically around you as a musician and the project Late Arcane. Maybe let's think, let's rewind a bit and talk about where you've come from musically and how you've ended up um, in this community producing this style of music. If you could just give us a flavour for that. So about three years ago, um yeah it was about three years ago um i was really really not in a good place um a lot of bad stuff was happening and i nearly ended up in hospital and all of this business and around that time i was very very lethargic and couldn't do much and about all i could do some days was like click on the next youtube video and this goddamn channel called vapor memory kept getting recommended to me over and over and over and over. And I saw, I knew about Vaporwave when it first sort of came out and knew about Floral Shop and, and things like that. I was a fan of Blank Banshee and Vapor. That led me up to a whole, like, Vapor Trap thing. And I listened to a lot of Vapor Trap stuff, but it wasn't really vapory in retrospect. It was more just trap stuff. Um and so this Vaporwave, uh, this Vapor Memory channel kept uh, getting recommended to me. And one day when I was just really, like, literally couldn't get out of bed, um, I sort of bit and went, right, fine, okay, I'll listen to this thing. And it was um, an album by Disket Park called Stray. And it absolutely blew me away because I'd never really delved deep into Vaporwave before. And there was this thing and he was doing all of these, like, interesting polyrhythms and stuff with this like just really simple sample editing um and i thought whoa what is this so over the next couple of months i just sort of devoured everything on this vapor memory channel and started looking into it um and then around the same time because a lot of bad stuff was happening and then i just wasn't really in a good place at all i'd, I'd sort of decided that the two things that I needed to do were to a um, do some big music project because I needed something to occupy my brain um, and to to try and sort of meet new people um, even if it was just online and when I found this vapor realm channel I found that they did this thing called um, this uh, this vapor realm live thing and so I've actually watched that for like several months before I realised it was like user 
um, submitted suggestions and it was all done via the Discord. So eventually I joined the Discord and started just submitting stuff. And um, yeah, and that, that that was my way in. <coughs> Excuse me. I mean, one of the things that I found really interesting about that whole community, which you touched on there, was the live aspect. So maybe for people who are listening to this, if anyone is out there, um, one of the fantastic things about this FaithWave community that we're referencing is they everyone submits their tracks because it's a highly creative community. And they then... Is it once a month, Late Arcane? Or? At, the, at the moment, it's it's intermittent, but it should be about once a week. But it's we've had problems with it because it used to be on YouTube, but YouTube's like copyright stuff is really scary and crappy so it's going on on twitch at the moment and um vapor memory himself is is presenting it but it's not every week it kind of should be but obviously he's got real life stuff to do so it's most fridays at the moment or so saturdays cool so um you know once a week um there is a very long live stream you know there's you know 20 30 um artists stream basically throughout the course of the day if you're in the uk it starts quite late and finishes very early in the morning and you have yeah it's a bit more compact these days i find this i think actually because originally when the vapor realm live stream started when i was doing it um vapor memory himself wasn't that involved but now he is, and he's doing it on Twitch now. And I think a lot of people are kind of intimidated a bit by that. So I think there's been a lot less submissions than there used to be. Well, I mean, one of the takeaways I would have from it is the standard is horrifically high. Um, and, and I imagine it does uh, make people think twice about putting their music forward because um, I've, I've been very surprised by the standard and the diversity of the music that's gone into that. And I've been hooked myself. I've been listening to the uh, the live streams for quite a while now. So we talked a bit around uh, where you've come from and how you kind of got into the scene and what made you decide to uh, produce the music that you're producing now. Where's it, Where are you going next? So you've been... You've been uh, running underneath the the late arcane monkey, monkey, monker for a while now. Monkey, yeah. <laughs> and um, my understanding is that the narrative does have an end. And what happens next once the story finishes? Where do you go from here? Well, the narrative does, and probably will do soonish but um i think the the other thing with it is that i'm just known as late arcane now so um i'm probably just gonna keep that as as a name um but there's a lot of other stuff that i want to do like late arcane's become a bit nebulous i mean the thing that really like threw everything i do for a loop it was just lockdown basically and i started doing a lot of sets for vapor realm in lockdown which were basically just designed around trying to put a smile on people's faces. And I started doing all this DJ Gulfwell Heat Mart stuff and, I wanted and to making ask you about stupid those. stuff just, yeah, just based on people's suggestions from Discord. And I did like a fake PlayStation 1 soundtrack and an album based on home improvement videos and just loads of stupid stuff. So I'd like to actually dive into that a little bit in a little bit more detail because I think it's worth um, re- mentioning. So firstly, I would describe you as quite prolific in terms of the amount of music that you put out. Uh, anyone who can g- 
uh, go on the internet and look up Late Arcane on Bandcamp. We'll see for themselves. There is a lot of music out there by you, all of a surprisingly, well, not surprisingly, more uh, enviously high standard for anyone that puts music out. But what is equally interesting is you have spun off a number of side projects. Um, of all of equally high standard, in my view, um, but strangely very different to the stuff you're doing in Late Arcane. Maybe give us a flavour for what some of these prod side projects are and, importantly, why you've done them. Um, I mean, it was literally just lockdown stuff and trying to um, connect with people and do stuff that was different and trying to just like keep people's spirits up in lockdown so that so a lot of it came from just like suggestions on discord it all started because um my friend oh we were having a discussion on discord about trying to come up with, with the most stereotypical vaporwave album title possible um and my friend kevin um she came up with the title tokyo tokyo vice tokyo and i just thought right that has to exist as an album that has to exist as a thing it's such a great title and that's how it that's how it started but that whole thing led me into doing a lot more stuff that was like completely sample based rather than the late arcane stuff which is more um synths and 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 that kind of thing um and it just sort of snowballed from there to the point where the sample based stuff started getting more serious you can almost chart how it started getting more serious over the way and I started to find my sort of feet with it um, and that's what's really led into this album that I've got coming out now on Business Casual where it's like the culmination of something that I started as a bit of a joke and just to kind of make people happy in lockdown has sort of become a sort of a different thread to the bow and a different thing that I can do. For people that haven't heard Late Arcane or DJ Gulf War Heatmap, <laughs> if I said that right, uh, it's brilliant. I was watching um, a while ago. There was, I think it was the first Vapor Elm live when it came back, um, and Vapor Memory himself was was presenting it, and he he couldn't say DJ Gulf or Heatmap without giggling, and I thought that was great. I mean, it's a it's a pretty, it's a strong name. So uh, for people that haven't heard those two projects, and I believe there's actually another one as well, but for people that haven't heard those two key projects of yours, how? Uh, and I'm looking to get a flavour. How would you describe each of those projects uh, coming in fresh? Well, Late Arcane is more instrumentation-based and more synth-based and more... But Late Arcane's focus is the, the cut-up vocals. Um, and then DJ Gulf or Heatmap was basically just sample-based idiocy that I did in lockdown but over time it kind of got more serious so it's kind of reached a point now where I'm putting out this thing at the end of the month on business casual which is like it's almost like the merging of the two um in sort of intent so um you talked about your new release that's going on to business casual um congratulations that's awesome I'm really happy for you having watched um having watched you over the last couple of years or put music out um, I don't think that having a DIY release on a label is a stamp of quality, but I do think it's a nice award that you can stick, you know, on your. Uh, uh, for me, it's for me, it's a big thing because, like I said, my journey 
into this scene started with um, just randomly clicking on the wall, being <laughs> this vapor memory channel getting rammed down my throat on YouTube, and I clicked on this album, and it was an album called Stray by Diskette Park, and that album came out on Business Casual. So it feels like it's weird. It's like I randomly clicked on a video, and now I'm I, I am the video. It's 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 almost it feels like um, from a narrative perspective it's almost like a full circle whereby yeah yeah the thing yeah, that's it's very full circle yeah the thing that's inspired you has um, actually led you back to the place from where you were inspired from which is I think there's yeah. a bit of a beautiful story in there okay so um, it's been fantastic listening to where you're coming from where you're going um, the community that you are part of of which I highly recommend anyone to get involved in uh, the Vaporwave community. If they, maybe before we kind of um, spin off to this final piece of music, how could people get involved in the Discord Vaporwave community? Is there a way that's easy for people? There's a lot of it out there. I mean, just look on Twitter, look on the Discords. The Vapor Memory Discord is really good. The Utopia District Discord is very good. Um, Bandcamp's really good. The, The main thing is just, just, find people and connect with them um that's what's been the main thing for me throughout the whole um journey that i've been on i've like i'm in several discords i've followed people on twitter or whatever but it's the individual people that you find that there are people out there that will will just connect with you because if you get into it and you've got the same sort of likes as someone they'll find you and it's vaporwave really is this really good um, almost like a lighthouse that is shining bright that you can go towards and you will find other ships that are <laughs> going to sail towards that same sort of lighthouse. Beautiful metaphor. I absolutely love it. And I don't disagree with you at all. I have found the Vaporwave community to be really interesting. It's kind of the reason that um, I think we're exploring some of the artists that exist in there. Thank you very much for chatting. I'm sure we'll do this again. Yeah, my pleasure. Um, We're going to close with a track you've picked um, that you sent to me. That's not by you. I can't possibly pronounce the artist's name because I'll get it wrong. Ah, have you got this problem as well? Though? This is one of these artists. I'm sure people, anybody who's in the Vapor community will know this. There's certain artists that you only ever see written down because you only ever see them as text. And so this is Christ. I don't know whether I should pronounce the things at the end or if they're actual crucifixes or the... <laughs> but this is um, John Zabel, who runs Business Casual, who has just dropped an album called AD, which is really fucking special. It's really, really good. Um, he's he's an artist that I really like because he's veered from um, incredibly intense, very serious material to really stupid stuff. There's like a... Chris Chansonichu thing is one of his album covers and he is very silly on Twitter and things but I, I kind of like him because he's got that balance of he does things which are very 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 serious and very moving and touching but he's also mature enough to sort of acknowledge the silliness in himself which which I think is like a really really good quality in a musician. But uh, yeah, this track fucking slaps. 
you know what I think that's a fantastic way to close the podcast acknowledging the silliness because I must say one of the things about the vaporwave community is it's serious and people are producing fantastic music but what I love about it is they are also willing to have fun so without further ado we're going to put late late arcane's choice um of other artists on now uh, which is as i've been told chris <laughs> and it's called uh it's called new newsworms enjoy thank you goodbye